Hey, what's up, guys? It's Dante here. If you are enjoying the podcast, so if you like what you hear, want to be a part of the conversation anyway, hey, why don't you send us a message? Why don't you comment? Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, whatever it is. We got your back. We want to hear from you. Also, why don't you subscribe to Disciple Talk Plus by going to whatever uh, major platform that you're on right now and subscribing. We have some more raw content that comes out. Free episodes on Thursdays, but we got some deeper, more in-depth conversations on Mondays for a fee that's, you know, cheaper than a sandwich. Once you come through, holler at us. Let us know what's going on. We got your back. We love you guys. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Disciple Talk, where disciples talk. My name is Dante Barry, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, my beautiful wife, Jessica Barry. Say what's up to the people, babe. What's up, people? We are here back with, the last episode was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, like all episodes, we got a lot of good feedback. And we are here to discuss again in part two, I guess, of mm-hmm. transitions, mm-hmm. transitions and moving on or going back or Oof. whatever you got to do. Last episode was deep <laughs> and we ended like just on a deep note. Like <laughs> it was just deep. It was just like, whoa, I love having these conversations that um, cannot be had from the pulpit because of time. Right, right. right. Uh, and uh, uh, maybe that was too um, old school when I said pulpit, um, the <laughs> stage, the platform, mm-hmm. basically from church. Um, we get a good hour, hour and a half. And if you are one of those like, you know, spirit led churches and then you, like, you know, it'd be three, four hours. But what, whatever we're doing, if we're worshiping, mm-hmm. if we're praising, if we're demonstrating, if we're preaching, most of the time, these type of conversations um, aren't had in detail just because of time and because yeah. of the kind of space yeah. um, church provides. So what we try to do in this podcast is have those kind of hard conversations of our disciple so we can navigate through life better. Like we we need that outlet. Yeah. We need that 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 safe place to be able to express, be raw, be transparent, mm-hmm. be open. What's real? What's fake? Like, bro, we here like mm-hmm. we are a bunch of people who are in need of the grace of God, who are in need of the blood of Jesus Christ, who are in need of salvation. Mm-hmm. And we thank him for that daily. Mm-hmm. There is nothing we have, nothing we do, nothing we have become or are becoming that we deserve. Yeah. But we're here because of that. And, and, and for that reason, transition is important. Yes. Um, because it requires grace. And that's... These are going to be the bedrocks of our conversation today. Grace, patience forgiveness Mm -hmm. love because these words are kind of thrown out there um mercy till they tested till they're tested and then all of a sudden definitions change based on how we feel yes sir and that's crazy grace is grace i don't care how you look at i don't care and it's not just grace when you need it yeah it's grace period it's not just mercy when you need it it's mercy period Mm -hmm. and um god's mercy extends past ours Thank Sometimes God. human beings are like, well, no, nah, they don't deserve this or no, nah, this is, bruh, just transition. <laughs> if you're that disappointed and if you feel like the Lord is leading you out of a thing or leading you to a thing yeah. or transitioning, moving on, changing course, a concept, an ideology, a conviction, a position, a state, a stage, whatever it is, mm-hmm. then move on gracefully. Yes. Um, that's, that's what I want to really dig in tonight. Move on gracefully graceful transitions disciples we don't transition like everybody else yeah um as much as sometimes our flesh want to um some people want to catch the fade some people want to have conversations some people want to run away some people want to not address things some people whatever your situation is do it gracefully like the scripture says i believe it's titus chapter two 
Titus chapter 3, verse 2, I believe it talks about being gentle and being humble to all men. Um, we, we, we should learn. There was a, a, a Facebook post I saw the other day. The person said, um, only biblical responses, please. Um, how, how far does forgiveness go? Does forgiveness have limitations? So people were posting scriptures like, um, when Peter said, uh, how, many, how many times shall I forgive my brother mm-hmm. Christ? And Christ said 70 times 7, which basically forever, yeah. as much as they need it. Like, yeah. since when do we put limitations on the grace of God, the, the mercy of God, the forgiveness of God, mm-hmm. um, mercy of God? When do we get to limit mm-hmm. God's dealings with people because of our disappointments? because of our failures, because of what we don't like, because of what we don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot to discuss when it comes to um, transitioning gracefully, transi- transitioning peacefully, yes. um, transitioning with mercy, with conviction, with, with grace, with honor. Jeez. Um, I think <laughs> there's so much yeah. to say in this category, but babe, what are you thinking? Whew, I just had like so many different examples of transitions that mm. we've made since we've known each other. Yeah. Um, before marriage which is 10 years this year hey 10 how years. precious yeah he was looking at me i was like stop <laughs> don't do that don't do that uh, no nah, i was looking at you so <laughs> <laughs> 10 years ago we we met um we didn't met uh, on some flirty stuff we didn't meet at all yeah uh, i said met on this one. We, didn't, we didn't meet <laughs> flirting we didn't meet trying to holler at each other we no. actually were serving christ yeah we were serving God. And, we got um, stationed next to each other. Yeah, we got stationed next <laughs> to each other, and we just cracked jokes, roasting some children. Yes. That was amazing. Yeah, it was fun. It was amazing. Fun times. But, like, um, we've transitioned from organizations. Uh-huh. Um, and even businesses. Business, businesses. I've, jobs. I've, I've I transitioned from a job of ministries. 10 years, literally. So, I, as you were talking and explaining how a disciple is supposed to transition, I started kind of grading myself mm. for lack of better words well, on that's, a different that's an unfamiliar term <laughs> on a different <laughs> <laughs> on different huge transitions yeah. that i've made over the past just 10 years yeah um with i've been here now for about 12 13 years oh is that right gosh mm. but the last 10 to thir- no since i've been here the different transitions i've made and did i do it gracefully mm-hmm. did i do it honorably did i do it peaceably uh, is that the right word? That yeah, sounds yeah, good. Yeah, it's good for now. It sounds good. Yeah. yeah. Did, did I did I do that in a way that still basically represents Jesus and yeah. makes him makes him pleased for sure? And or that can open up doors for us in the future. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think that there were some transitions. If I'm honest, I did the best I could at the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I ain't do everything right. For sure. I didn't uh, because of to be honest, for me because of how I felt, I didn't go the extra mile don't we all to make sure it was honor <laughs> right. as honorable as it could have been right I, now i'm not really a dishonorable person so i don't really jump to disrespect because in in most situations that's not like my first i don't get disrespectful with right, people right. because i really appreciate and um for lack of better words expect respect Absolutely. so i try to give it to the best of my ability but there were some things that i could have just you know i could have done better i could have been more clear i could have had better conversation yeah better communication just to make sure that the transition was peaceable right that transition was uh you know in a way that didn't didn't shut the door and throw away the key but yeah just said 
we're going to close the door for now. And right. thankfully, by the grace of God, uh, I know one that we made together. We didn't do everything right, but but thank God for humility, yeah. we were able to correct what we didn't do right. Yeah. And then it still opened the door for the future. So um, I'm also reminded of my job. I was there for 10 years and I didn't want to leave. Right. I wasn't trying to leave, but you know, COVID happened. So everything changed. Right. You know, our lives changed, how we did life changed. And, you know, my job was ready. My former job was ready to kind of go back to how things were pre COVID. And I was like, but I'm. I'm not pre-COVID right, anymore. Right. COVID has changed everything. Literally. And I can't just literally. switch it back off because right. you guys are ready to, you know, and I, I not understood their desire as a company. Right. I, I, I just felt like, hey, I'm not being difficult. I'm just saying I, this isn't as easy as it was before right. because everything's changed. Absolutely. So I, I transitioned. I, like I said, I was just grading myself. Like mm -hmm. there's some I've done horrible. There's some I've done really well. And I've, I've noticed the ones that I did really well were ones that I had no pride in. Hmm. Any transition that I did well, as I'm looking over my life, what made the transition so good I see. was that I had no pride in it. I, see. I didn't care about being right in it. And my concern was, are we going to be okay after this? I see. But when that wasn't my focus... I guess that's I guess that's my question. My question is that I've been asking myself, that I've been asking the Lord, that I've been asking even you. I've asked you this in secret. When do we leave the door open? Um, let's just use the Lord Jesus Christ's life. Um, the Lord Jesus has to deal with this certain disciple named Peter. Yes, sir. And Peter is cutting people ears off. Yes, sir. Out of emotion about it. Peter is trying to rebuke the Lord Jesus, saying, you're not going to die. And didn't Jesus has to rebuke him. Uh, Peter responds and once again out of emotion. Mm -hmm. uh, Peter is known for being angry, for about it, about it. And we love to like kind of preach about Peter like, yeah, we some Peter. Right. But the reality of it is Peter probably gave Jesus the most problems. Oh, my gosh. And here's the secret. Jesus never threw him away. Can you help me? Peter denies the Christ after knowing exactly who he exactly. is. Exactly. Three times. Peter gives Jesus serious problems. <laughs> yeah. Serious problems. The hard part I'm having is when do we throw people away? Ugh. When do we leave the door open? Um, when do we close the door? Um, and I'm just going to talk about that a little bit. I think in life there are going to be people like Peter that are human. Yes. They make mistakes. They're emotional. They... But Jesus is still building the church on them. Yes. <laughs> After all of yes. this, he says, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep three times. Go and build my church mm -hmm. on this rock. Peter, I will build my church and the Ooh. gates of Hades shall not prevail. This is that same Peter. Yeah. So I think we have to be careful Ooh. not to discount people, not to throw people away, not to shun people, not condemn people, not shame people, not judge people. Why? Because Hallelujah. God is still doing something. Who are you? Ooh. Lord. Who are we to move somebody out the way because we don't like their decisions? Who can do worse than a Peter <laughs> with denying the Christ, with cutting people's ears off, with trying to rebuke his teacher, that who is the Messiah, God like in sense. flesh? <laughs> like, it don't make sense. How are you rebuking Jesus, interrupting plans, interrupting the purpose of God? All of this is crazy. Yeah. And sometimes we find ourselves in this position. So I think the question I'm posing is, all right, so for Peter, we leave the door open, which means we do not throw him away. Mm -hmm. And that transition may look like a revolving door. 
that transition may not just look like a, a open shut. That's what that yeah. transition may actually be like when you walk into that hotel, when you up north like Chicago or New York and you walk into a certain place and that's a revolving door mm-hmm. and you come in right back around. It, that, that's what we may be looking at oh. when we're looking at Peter. But then there's Judas, whom Jesus addresses and doesn't address again. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, when we see those type of characteristics, when we see those type of um, um, stuff displayed, I think we should be careful not to just quickly call somebody Judas. Of course, yeah. But here's, here's what Judas will do. Judas will hang himself. Mm-hmm. Saul will... Stick his own sword in himself. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'm trying to say is those type of people, you don't necessarily have to uh, make an announcement that the door is shut. Yeah. They know the door is shut. Mm-hmm. With Peter, he came back. There are some Peters. There's, there's some Johns who don't leave. Yeah. And, but John still had to transition. Jesus is on the cross and he's like, hey, John, this is my mom. Take care of her. Mm-hmm. Hey, mom, this is your new son. Mm-hmm. That's a transition. Yeah. In a hard moment. Yeah. There's a lot of relationships in, in Lord Jesus' life that mm-hmm. Jesus tells his, his, his parents at 12 years old. Y'all know where I was at. <laughs> yeah. I was at the church. You feel yeah. me? Like, you, you know where I was at. Don't, <laughs> you've been looking at me for three days. You ain't found me. Where do you think I was? <laughs> There's a lot of transitions that, that I think we can talk about from his life. But I'm tr- what I'm saying is, I think as, as disciples, we should be careful of what, what, what doors we shut mm-hmm. that God did not say shut. Yes, sir. And I'm not talking about the God of your emotion. I'm talking about God, period. Not just I was, you know, I had a dream one day because that can be so manipulated. Yeah. We're talking about the, the authentic voice of God saying, OK, move on from this. If that's what God is saying, go for it. But if you know God hasn't spoken something, I think there's a mature, a maturity. Um, there's a responsibility. Um, I think there is something God is looking for to see how you handle stuff. Th- this is what I think. Uh, and. In every level of discipleship, in every level we go in God, I think what God is trying to figure out is, what are you going to do with what's thrown your way? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily um, how jacked up we are as disciples. I honestly think what God is trying to do is find out when I give you truth, when I give you situations, when I permit certain things to happen, how you handle it determines what you learn from the last test. Yeah. How you handle the next grade shows me what you learned in the grade before. For sure. How you handle a thousand dollars shows me what you can do with ten thousand. Yep. How you handle this apartment shows me how you can handle this house. How you handle the hoopty that daddy or mama or uncle or grandma had to pass down to you mm-hmm. shows me what you're going to do with a new car when I give it to you. Mm-hmm. The reality of it is, I think as believers, and we are so optimistic and hopeful that God is about to do something amazing in our life, and we're yeah. waiting on that while failing at the now. Yes. Yeah. So we so it's the transition isn't even we think we're transitioning. But because we struggled with the now, it's very difficult to protect, to uphold, to care for the future. Yeah. And so I I I I I've been in this position in my life right now where I'm like the door's open for certain people. There are people I I hurt, there are people who hurt me. There are people that uh, we we disagree. There are people I just don't talk to, people who just don't talk to me, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But the door is still open with a lot of people, uh, meaning I'm not throwing them away. Yeah, I yeah. won't be guilty of acting like God uh, can't use them, like they're, they're not God's sheep or whatever they did is so bad that God can't forgive it. Nah, bro. Like that, that's between them and the Father. Of but course. then there are people, God has given me very clear instructions. Walk, walk, get away. Mm-hmm. Stay away. Back off. Um, that's not it. Yeah. This isn't it. Uh, whether it be for their sake or mine. Right. Like I'm just taking responsibility with that. So 
with me, uh, when we talk about leaving that door open, uh, I think we have to be careful. Now, sometimes we'll say in love, like leaving a door open doesn't mean uh, not changing the locks. Yeah. This is deep, so watch me. I, leaving the door open doesn't mean you did not change the locks, which means they may need a new key, which means they may have to work to have the trust to get that key again. But at least the door is still open, which means I can open the door for you. I can, yeah, I can yeah. determine when I open up, when I talk, when I, yeah. I can determine that. But you can't force your way in. Mm-hmm. Um, then there, there, like there are people in my life that have keys to my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that's a group of people in my life that are solid. Mm-hmm. They are trustworthy. I can trust them with who I used to be, who I am today and where I'm going. Yeah. I can trust them with my darkest secrets. Mm-hmm. I can trust them with what hurts. I can trust them with what feels good. Mm-hmm. I can trust them with my heart, my, my worst mistakes. I can trust them with my highest mountaintops. In yeah. no form of my life have they ever switched up on me. There's a group of people for me and you that protect you and I. They, 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 they know that about it. And we, ha- we are that for those people. Yeah. But then there are people who had that or were close to becoming that that I feel like didn't take care of that correctly. Mm-hmm. And I had to change the locks, mm-hmm. which means when you come back to my heart, you got to knock. Mm-hmm. You got to ring the doorbell. <laughs> I'm going to ask, who is it? Because yeah. I don't know you like I thought I did. And vice versa. I'm realizing in my life, I'm going to have to build some trust in some relationships. I'm going to have to make some sacrificial efforts toward people to show them I want the key to that heart again so that I can show you I'm willing to help you in these moments. I think mm-hmm. when we talk about transition, that is a form of transition. Transition is change. That is a form of change. Um, sometimes we, we leave the keys to our heart in people's hands mm-hmm. that should not have them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, like, for example, we will uh, be in a relationship with a person who mm-hmm. over and over again just hurts us. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe God didn't speak so clearly, but maybe his word did. Yeah. Maybe that preaching did. Maybe yeah. that dream did. Maybe that vision did. Maybe that voice that you are hearing did. Whatever the case may be, you know um, that sometimes you can love and still got to move on. For sure. Abra- Abraham lo- loved Lot. I was about to say. He yeah. loved Lot a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he loved he loved him much. Yes. But he still had to transition. And that and that and that's an example when it comes to Abraham. An example of God telling you. Mm. First of all, the first transition was leave. Right. So you want me to physically leave this place that I've Woo. been accustomed to, that mm-hmm. my family is at, my mm-hmm. comfort is, my safety is, right. my protection is, and so on, so on, so on, and so on. That's the first transition you're asking me. But as, as you're telling me that, you're also telling me, don't take anyone with me. Man. That's another transition. That's now you're telling me not only leave physically, but leave emotionally. That's tough. Leave, like, the relationships I have, I can't bring them with me to where right. you're telling me in that in that scenario. Right. And Abraham t- took it upon himself to still like bring someone with him, and he brought Lot because right. he loved him so much, and it caused issues for him. And I think whenever we're in transition, it's so important, like you were saying, that we make sure we hear God, we understand what God is saying, that we comprehend what He's saying, that we. We, we know at least the next step that he's telling us to do because to take someone with you that God is saying don't can be detrimental. Absolutely. But then to leave someone that God is telling you to take with you can Ooh, be just as detrimental. It can be detrimental. So when it comes to the topic of not throwing people away, there's people got, let me, let me say this carefully, 
there's moments when God says it's time to move on from right. a relationship. Absolutely. It's time to move on from a physical place. It's time to move on from a job. It's the it's business time. opportunity, right. whatever it is. And when those times come, if you ain't ready for it, it's, it's rough, but you see the benefits later. Right. But then there's times when God is saying, I want you to transition, but don't leave this person. Absolutely. Or don't leave this place. Absolutely. Or don't. Those moments matter. They matter. Because your preservation, your prosperity, no, seriously. your protection, man. Like all I keep thinking is like, what if Jesus threw Peter away? Man, the church wouldn't be built. Everything Jesus would have said wouldn't have came to fruition. Because he, he was a key piece <laughs> Lord. to destiny. And he but, messed up the most. So please tell me. <laughs> and, Pe- and if you're not careful, Peter can look like Judas. Yes. Peter messed up more than Judas. So you would assume Peter going to be the one to betray Jesus. But he wasn't he wasn't acting out of uh, evil, evil. He was yes. out of admiration and love. So he was like, I'm I'm emotional, but I thought I was doing the right thing. Right. Judas was flat out being used by <laughs> Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think we have to be careful of the two. And I, and I think there's another side or face to transitions. Another side of, of, of transition is this. When we are doing something we are passionate about, mm-hmm. that we love, that we find pleasure in, mm-hmm. it's hard to transition out of those places because we found identity in it. For sure, yeah. But I think just because um, the, the method changes, the place changes, the people change, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you necessarily have to change what you offer, what yes. you provide, who you are. Um, I'm not talking about changing character, but necess- and gifts and talents and skills. Mm-hmm. For example, I remember being on a football team in high school, and I remember my coach saying, for you seniors, it was senior night, he was like, for you seniors, this is your last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of you will never play this sport again. <laughs> Gosh. And I remember the seniors kind of looking at each other like, this thing just hit us. Uh-huh. And I knew I wasn't going to college to play football. I, I, I knew my, Baseball is my favorite sport anyway. Like I, I knew football is not, I'm, I'm not going to college to play football. Yeah, but it hit me on that senior night. This is over. Got one more game left. I'm playing my last days of football. Mm -hmm. I remember we got to my last practice for you seniors. (laughs) It's your last practice, and I remember seeing these grown-looking dudes with beards crying. Yeah, and I remember thinking to myself, "Where am I going to throw my passion? Mm -hmm, Where mm -hmm. am I going to throw my leadership? Where am I going to throw my time, my resources, my..." My skill, my talent, where am I going to dedicate myself to and still be effective, still be efficient, still save lives, change lives, impact people. Now, was I thinking all of that as an 18-year-old? I was thinking as an 18-year-old. Right. So I was thinking, what am I going to do? Right now, I'm thinking, (laughs) man, I I can understand these moments, these, these seasons, these times, these efforts that are like, God, where am I supposed to put this? Yeah. We think that means leaving people. Mm. We think that means moving cities. Yes, we, that's not always what that means. Remember we trying to move city? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to move. A city. There was one time, uh, man. What was that? Two thousand sixteen. Uh, seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever it is. What years it? I remember being so mad seven years ago, and I was like, you know what? I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I'm moving to another state, another major city. I'm out of here because I'm angry. I don't like the way people tried me. I don't like uh, what these relationships mean or what they're doing. What mm-hmm. they're, I'm mad about that. And so because I was angry with that, I remember about to make some detrimental destiny decisions Ooh, yeah. that would have ruined marriage, ministry, purpose, yeah. business. They would have jacked up everything. Yeah, I wasn't going. My family, you weren't going. And it, like my children, like what, what I am, what I do, who I am, how yeah. God 
uses us, what God does in our life right now, wouldn't have been a thing because of a premature decision. And and there's something that you and I were talking about a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. You told me, you said, "I'm, I'm so happy that you are not making permanent decisions in a temporary situation mm-hmm. because of emotion, because of fear, because of um, courage, because of anger, because whatever emotion mm-hmm. I was feeling, you told me do not make permanent decisions in a temporary situation. Mm-hmm. When you are transitioning, it is extremely important yes. that you have wisdom, Golly. not just knowledge. Yes wisdom what to do with that what knowledge. to do with the yes. knowledge so that you do not make permanent decisions in a temporary situation if you find something out that is not for you to make a move for ask god what to do with that information if you um learn uh, if you meet somebody new ask god what is this relationship have yeah. a conversation with those people about those relationships yeah. and be clear about it but transitions are something that is inevitable. Can't get away. You cannot get <laughs> rid of it. You, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so whatever you are transitioning into, make sure you do it with grace. <laughs> do it with peace. Do it with love. If it's yeah. a person, have grace. Have mercy. Love that person. Reaffirm. Show. Uh, let that person meet God when they see you. Mm. There are so many believers that when I experience them, I do not experience God. Yeah. And I'm sure some some people can say the same thing about me. Mm -hmm. What I'm challenging myself to do is whoever I talk to, whoever I have the opportunity to impact, Mm -hmm. whoever I'm confronting, whoever I'm trying to bring some resolve to, have conversation, whatever I'm doing, I want to make sure I show to Christ. And I know that sounds that simple, but the deeper you go, (laughs) the more you live, the more you're challenged with how you deal with people. The older you get, you'll be like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm not doing this all over again. But God, God, when God, when God calls for something, it is what it is. Yeah. So I think this is, this is good. Transitions can go eight episodes for sure. No, for real. Like it's one of those things that it's always, it's always going to be needed. We always need verbiage for how we feel about those type of things. Mm -hmm. Well, it's another episode of Disciple Talk. Love you guys. I'll see you soon. Yeah.